And welcome to the podcast and a special podcast at that. Yeah, we're the big 5-0 today, the 50th episode of the ZooCast. Welcome. The 50th pod. Yeah. That means we're nearly a full year doing the podcast. We probably are a year doing the podcast because when you like factor in Christmas and stuff, we would have missed a week or two at Christmas maybe, at least one week. Oh, that's a good point. You know yeah. what? I can go back to my to the file here and see when episode number one was. Yeah, I, I think it was July time. Yeah. But I don't know. Number one was the week of July 13th, which is in four days' time. It's currently yeah. the 9th of July, so it will be this week. Hey, It will be this week. Would it? Uh, rough, like, yeah, roughly. How did we miss two weeks then? So one would have been Christmas. Well, two weeks of Christmas. Yeah, two weeks of Christmas, I suppose. That makes sense. There you go. Happy one year of the pod, everybody. So 50 pods, but that's a year of pods. A year of pods. Did you think we'd get so far? Jeez, that's actually mad that we've done a podcast for every week of the year or two. Yeah, we have a podcast out every single week that we've been on air. When you, Well, no, for the past year. <laughs> we've been on air for three years, two and a half years. Yeah, but I meant, sorry, like I meant for like the last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not just ever. We were late to the party starting the podcast for the Yo, show. two years late to the party. Like, we're three in October. Year, so yeah, yeah, year and a half-ish, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's it's funny that there's a podcast for every year, sorry, for every, every week, week of the last year, considering that we have a total of four weeks off during the year. And, and Christmas isn't included in that. But there's always been one of us here. And if it's a case of... No, there hasn't, though. Oh, in the past year, there probably had... Oh, yeah. did we take any holidays at the same time last year? Not full weeks, I don't think. We've definitely taken time off to at the same time before. That must have been pre-podcast. Mm, must have been pre-podcast. Jeez, so did Are we only sure? start no, the I, podcast? Hang I, on, did we only start the podcast during COVID? What? That's yeah. mad. No. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's mad. We only started this last year. That's really strange. That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. That is crazy, isn't it? Jeez. That that doesn't sit right with me. That's a bit mad. It doesn't? No, I, I didn't... These bloody arms on this chair are so high. Um, I didn't think it was like a COVID thing that when we started the podcast. No, neither did well, I. Well, it is. It must be a COVID thing because we only started it in July of last July year. July of 20... Oh, hang on a sec. No, yeah, July 20... July 2020. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we have a little podcast. It took, what were we doing? Scratching our arses for two years. So silly. Not doing anything. So silly. And we're yeah. after the current stage of the year in radio terms is we're getting all our entries ready for the Imro Radio Awards. <laughs> it's basically just... Best bits. Our our show. Our 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 presenter. Well, I can't speak. Whoa. Our presenter entries are just like, hey, what was funny from the pod the last? So year? this is the thing. Like, it's a, it's a really handy tool. The radio awards are obviously great, and it's deadly when you get nominated and you win. We've only done one. We've only done one of those two things. Oh well, I suppose we got third last year in our category yeah, for the we show. We got a bronze certificate. Um, but we didn't get the gold trophy. No, that's this year. That's this year, but. So for our show entry, <clears throat> which is the main one, category A1, the most important category of them all. Best general music program. The the content has to come from just the one show, like one show. Yeah. But for our personal ones, that's like a best of the year. Yeah. So when you're going through stuff for that, and for like other ones like entertainment inserts and all the rest, they can be best ofs. 
So like when you can when you think about like we're on air every day pumping out three hours of content. Oh yeah, that's a lot of pumping. It's a lot. Um, so the the our literal saving grace this year was the fact that we have the podcast files where we pull the best bits of the week anyway. Yeah. So the podcast well and truly saved our butts it this year. Really what did. the hell did we do last year? I remember like there was a lot of stress last year. I remember I had to finish mine on a Saturday afternoon. Oh. And I remember I went to go to lunch with um Gav and Paul from the office that day mm. and I was two hours late because oh. I had to cram all my Imro stuff in. But look, hey we are nice and cool, calm and collected this year because Thanks to the podcast, all the all our all our deadly bits were pulled anyway. Yeah, so, still took t- two full weeks of late nights. Yeah, but it was worth it though because we had to do all the lovely write ups and talk about ourselves in the third person. Lovely write ups. They were some. They were, they were lovely uh, write ups. Will we read our write up on the podcast? Will we? Yes. We should definitely read the opening line. So. Does this go against GDPR? Are we like going against ourselves? No. Can we out ourselves? So. As part of our entries for the Imro Radio Awards, obviously you have to put together your your entry, and every entry is like either twenty or thirty minutes of 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 whatever audio you you uh, choose, and that fits the criteria, be it from the best of the year or one certain show. But each entry, every single entry, must be accompanied by a written submission and a running order. So the written submission is two hundred and fifty words. That you can you can you can put anything down, and it's part of your entry. Like the judges read it, and it will yeah. it'll go into their uh, like des- decision making essentially. Yeah, because when you think about it, right? So you could be getting judged by someone in the industry who has never met you, who might not even listen to Spin, who might be like into a totally different genre of radio, like altogether. So you have to basically make the best first impression by doing a really nice write-up and I think I think Jazz and I we we kind of definitely steered away from the more serious route I think last year we were very much like hello we are Jazz and Lauren this is our program whereas I feel like our personality shines through a little bit more and I really feel like context is everything before we read this out so I think we were on like our third late night of the week yeah at this point and it was the show finishes at 10 We were in here Past midnight Past every night midnight Yeah we were really really giddy We were kind of in that like Silly Silly funny mood Where everything is funny Yeah And we wrote this thinking We were absolutely hilarious And I hope it, it doesn't come across as You know Threatening I hope whoever reads it Actually finds it funny Yeah so you want to give a flavour of you Of the presenters A flavour of the show And then you can kind of describe your entry you can yeah. pretty much do whatever you want like last yeah, last year it was just like about us kind of like oh you know put together like an arranged marriage blah blah yeah. corny so corny and in the third person so this year we're like let's just go a little bit silly this year so here yeah, you go let's be a bit weird written submission 2021 Imro Radio Awards spin category A1 general music program the zoo crew with Jazz and Laura hello we hope this written submission finds you before we do <laughs> And that's like That's centred in, in italics yeah. At the top Away from all the other paragraphs <clears throat> Hard hitting Straight talking Deep delving Three hyphenated words That one would absolutely Not use To describe the zoo crew With Jazz and Laura The zoo crew is the place That you come at the end of the day To release And express your Silly side Fully and freely This is like a Bloody tongue twister Yeah <laughs> Jazz and Laura strive to put a smile in your face and a knot in your belly through sharing personal stories, putting their own spin on topical events from the world and getting on each other's nerves at every given opportunity. No topics are off limits on the Zoo Crew, as demonstrated by many listeners sharing personal experiences, both intimate and embarrassing, all aimed towards having a laugh. 
while engaging and relatable content is priority number one, a close second is world peace, with high production value also a key focus. Jazz and Laura wanted to create a relaxed and informal approach to talking about your mental health and well-being, which led to the introduction of a collaborative feature with spunout.ie. Being creative and doing things differently is imperative to the ethos of the Zoo Crew, which is evident in the much-loved mystery guest, an imaginative and interactive spin on your standard interview. Quick-witted, high-spirited, ham-handed, perhaps some better options one would use to describe the Zoo Crew with Jazz and Laura. Oh my god! We didn't... I just realised we didn't, we didn't say some better hyphenated words. Oh. oh, that was the whole fucking joke. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, come on! Like, it doesn't, like, obviously, uh, a third party reading that wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, like, they wouldn't. The whole thing was that they're funny hyphenated words. And we just. Are you sure that we didn't. Like, perhaps some better options one would use to describe the Zucker Jazz and Lore. Like, they are hyphenated, but it's funny that we said three hyphenated words in that first line. Oh, the hyphenated was the joke. Fuck's sake! Oh, that's, that's us not winning now. Thanks, Jazz. We've absolutely fucked it here. Thanks for highlighting that. Now won't sleep tonight. Oh, God. Oh, sugar. Oh, man. Oh, what can you do? Oh, that will, that, let that be a lesson to always proofread your stuff before submission rather than as a laugh in your podcast. Mm. Oh, shit. Shit on it. Oh, oh. Ah, well, look, I mean, it's a funny story, you know. We we, we don't need hyphenated words to be in row Like, radio it's still good. The written entry is still good. I think it is really good. It is good. Yeah, I, I'm proud of us. I think it's good. It's not as funny as I remember. No, it's not. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Were we fucking high? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were, out, we were like, oh my God, this is groundbreaking. This is fantastic. And you know what's even worse is that, like, we read it to Marty Guilfoyle and he, yeah. like, wet himself. He laughing. loved it, in fairness. But That's I know I'm time. like. Was he high as now well? I'm like, was Marty fake laughing? Was oh, he giving us, like, a pity no. laugh? Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, we it. hope, if you are judging our category, we hope you enjoy it. Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky and maybe the person who's judging it listens to the ZooCast and then maybe. And they'll understand. See, you never know who the judges are because they're just like industry professionals. But that's like a lot of people in our office are judges. Yeah. Like they obviously have to be very professional and... Uh, they never say who they have either. Unbiased. So, but like yeah. it could just be like our mates, do you know? You never know. I could be a judge. We just go around the office <laughs> giving everyone 50 quid just in case. <laughs> do we? No, should we? Oh, I've no money. <laughs> I've no money either. Uh, oh. uh, so that's good, anyway. Great entry, ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, now, and, now, and like that's that's one entry, and we had we've like seven, seven. We've seven in total that are uh, that are like related yeah. to us. Now I'm freaked because I'm like, if that isn't the final written submission, is our audio okay? Ah, uh, we listened to that a million times. Hmm. I don't know actually That was the first one We, we finished Like sealed yeah, off Yeah 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 Signed sealed Delivered I'm yours Oh my god <laughs> Do you know what's depressing 50 episodes of the ZooCast And that means that There's well over 50 weeks Where I've had to smell your farts Jesus There's been Two and a half years Of weeks of smelling my farts Oh, that's a hundred weeks That's Jeez, 125 me- weeks Remember back at Christmas When um 
It was our last podcast before Christmas and we got, and we got loads of McDonald's. McDonald's and I couldn't stop burping in the podcast intro. Yeah, I think I went so home. So disgusting. I think I went home and like, God's sake. Oh, so we got, we ordered like 40 euro worth of McDonald's for two people. Yeah. Ate it over like four hours. It was so good. McDonald's is my Friday treat. I go every Friday. I love it. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad for you. Oh well, you know, live a little. Okay, right. Well, this is podcast number 50, a year of uh, the zoo cast, so that's good. Yeah. Many more fifties to come. Uh, enjoy this one. Oh, oh, one of our, one of our. Um, if you're a regular listener to the show, the meat scissors debate, the spaghetti sauce debate, the third of its kind happened this week. Now, yeah. it didn't go on for a As link long. after link or day upon day. Actually, I do have a link about it tonight. Um, but, but it, it's definitely the one I feel Brilliant. most <laughs> passionate about. And yeah. that it's it's about um, oh yeah, that a hardware shop. Yeah, hardware shop. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to give it away. Yeah, right. well, you'll hear about it in this. That's yeah. uh, who who one knew of those. who knew that a hardware shop will be what uh, Jazz and Or break up over. One of those type arguments. All right, yeah. enjoy the podcast. Bye. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Because I love the stories behind the random nicknames and I'm also not believing Chugs on Love Island stands for ch- uh, cuddles and hugs. No, not buying it. Uh, Shannon says, ever since I was a child, my grandmother has called me Shambalambalabula. <laughs> my name is actually Shannon. <laughs> Shambalambalabula. Yeah, that's kind of cute, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Keen says, we have a friend called Stump because when we were younger, he was short and wide, so uh, the nickname stuck. <laughs> Built like a stump, so he is. Ah, I love that. Uh, someone says, simply... Egghead Egghead I wonder why Why the reason uh, We've got another one in there um, uh, Nickname a friend yeah, I'll, keep, I'll keep his name Out of this <laughs> message But I named him Grab a granny As he goes home With older women Twice with friends Aunties At funerals Oh come on What is the story With, with uh, picking up Partners At, at funerals funer- Is that a thing I don't I don't think so Was there a movie About that Oh that's Wedding Crashers That's at weddings You, can yeah. go, you see it at weddings Funerals though Funerals not so much that's kind of a. Uh, it's a bit. Uh, is it kind of a uh, exploitative? Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, what's the word for it? When people are at their lowest. Hello. Hello there. Nice to meet you. Fancy seeing you here. Fancy seeing you here. Yeah, <laughs> a bit awkward. Oh God, uh, Joanna, welcome to the show. T- tell us about your nickname. Oh, it's so bad. And um, when I was younger, it started out when I was about five or six. My gums and my teeth were always so big from my mouth, and. Uh, I was in school and I really liked this boy one day and I wanted to kiss him and he was like, no, go away from me, Tita Bix. So oh. then started stuff. Tita Bix! Tita Bix! Yeah. And I went and got my teeth done, I got the lips done to hide the gums, the whole lot, and I still get called it. Oh, oh my God. No. That is that is mean. That is a bit unfair, yeah. isn't it? And that stuck with you. And was he the only person to ever call you Tita Bix? I hope so. Oh, no. Everyone that I grew up in Ballymore now oh. calls me Oh, oh, and it's stuck because of that guy? It's still stuck, yeah. Do you still know him? Uh, yeah, we still know him, and he's called Egghead Owen. Oh, maybe oh. maybe he's a fella yeah, who just so. texted in saying <laughs> yeah, Egghead. Maybe it's him. Probably. Well, look, <laughs> if his name is only from Ballymun. <laughs> at, least there's a, at least there's a pair of bad nicknames in it, and it's not just you. No, it's not. Yeah, I gave him the Egghead because his head is shaped as an egg. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely did. <laughs> Uh, Joanna, while we have you, uh, do you fancy a McDonald's? I would. Good stuff, because we have got a load of random vouchers from McDonald's to give away on the show this week. Uh, we loved your story. You're with us right now. So congratulations. A €30 Euro voucher for McDonald's is all yours. 
Oh, thanks very much. Enjoy and go and get your, your teeth stuck into a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> you can, yeah, ditch the teeth a bit. I might go and buy a box of Weetabix later on as well. Yeah, <laughs> you might as well. After the Weetabix, go and grab yourself a, a Big Mac and a McFlurry or something. Yeah. Oh, I definitely will. Thanks so much. Great no to chat well. to you. See you Thank later. You. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Happy vibes in Ireland. Uh, on Saturday because the first ever gig and festival uh, to take place happened in over 16 months which is a mad scene three and a half thousand people in Royal Hospital Kilmainham Gavin James was there Lyra Wild Youth looked like great crack yeah Wyvern Lingo Denise Chyla uh, Sharon Shannon as well the two Johnnies are emceeing it they are gas fellas great crack it looked now honest to god it looked absolutely unreal I was watching uh all the stories, all the videos, keeping up with all the articles. Even though there was only three and a half thousand people there, it seemed like everyone and their nanny was there. I know. And it was kind of one of those things where it felt like you were there because everyone just kept posting things on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And um, and also, just again, like I can only imagine what it was like to have, to have been there or to be working on it, part of the crew, to assemble it such unreal scenes but even just watching the videos on social media it was hella emotional to watch wasn't it I like, thought it was just like I nearly felt like bursting out in tears just watching yeah, it yeah it was really emotional the uh, fireworks going off when Gavin James was closing the set like it, it just and the I think the weather initially was supposed to be good then it was supposed to be bad but it held up and it was it was lovely like everything just fell into place uh, and it seemed to have gone off without a hitch both in terms of the gig also in terms of like the, the COVID because yeah. after their testing I think there's like one positive antigen test that then came back to be negative so like literally mm. all good yeah really really good <laughs> but like when you think about it like you know those moments at live gigs where like like you said the fireworks go off the crowd is singing like you just get goosebumps yeah. I'd say it was just so nice for yeah. people who were there to be able to feel that after 16 months and of course for all the artists and the crew yeah and, everyone involved it's like huge. you could have been out of work for the last 16 months you yeah, know it's huge moves uh, so what we want to do if you were there if you were lucky enough to have gotten a ticket and, and been there on the night um, please send us a 10 second WhatsApp voice note summing it up in your own words in like you know one sentence or two sentences or, or a couple of words or whatever way you want to do it in max 10 seconds in a WhatsApp voice note on 087-711-1038 because again like I said just from watching the stories and the um, social media videos it looked hella emotional so I'd love to know from first hand experience what it was actually like to be at the first festival in this country in over a year and a bit not to sound like a party pooper but didn't it actually look kind of nice the way everyone had like their own space <laughs> no, no I know that sounds like really like but you know, like, you know, you know when you're enjoying a gig and like you might not necessarily be like in the big crowd yeah. but like you're kind of on the outskirts you've got your own space to dance everything's a bit more chill like I much prefer that than yeah. being like a sardine squashed up yeah I was, everyone, like, I, was, I was like and even some people have seats and a table yeah everyone in a little pig pen yeah. that's the way to go that's the way to go I wonder how for how long will it be like that yeah I don't know um, another thing and again I'm not I'm not tearing this down but I just thought it was kind of weird to see and I'm not I don't even know if this is real or fake but uh, on the big screens the LED screens either side of the stage was a big notice saying <laughs> Please use social media to tell the world you're having a great time. Hashtag pilot event <laughs> with a with a government with the Department of Tourism, Culture, Arts, Gale Talks and Sport and Media like uh, badge at the bottom. I was Why? like, that looks fake, but it's also I'm pretty sure it's not fake. 
I saw that and I thought the sign was kind of like taking the mick of like people who go to concerts and just watch the whole thing through their phone. I don't think it is because the government wouldn't wouldn't do that, you know? Maybe they're, well, maybe they're trying to be funny. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Or, yeah. I think it was legit, but also just the colours they use and the background of it was kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway. But also maybe they are like, hey, show the world that you are having a good time yeah. and haven't been having a good time the last little while. Tell the world you're having a great time. Yeah. We're doing a great old job here. Doing the great thing. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I was out for a meal over the weekend. You did? You were out for a meal? I was out for a birthday meal with my girlfriend Claudia. It was her birthday. Happy birthday, Claudia. Happy birthday, Claudia. I, I didn't realise... the best babies are born in July. Some of the best. Well, all of them. I uh, no about that. All of them. Are you sure about that? Can't confirm. Okay. I was born in July. <laughs> See you at the end of, the, uh, uh, end of July. <laughs> See you at the end of July. See you there. Uh, and I was like, geez, I actually haven't been out properly for a, like an outdoor dining meal or any meal in ages yeah. so I was like oh this is a good crack it's such a treat isn't it it's something that you really took for granted oh my god absolutely yeah uh, and you know like it's great to people watch when you're out and about and it was a lovely evening on Saturday and uh, we're in a nice restaurant and you know just taking in all the scenes taking in all the sights oh, the yeah. weather jeez the weather was decent and then there was obviously like the heating on in the outdoor dining as well we were pretty sweating mm, very nice uh, but we spotted at a table beside ours you know the way when people be taking off their jackets and draping them over the back of their chairs yeah I was like oh don't look now but you're one over there absolutely scarlet for her she clearly had a new coat oh no probably, probably a lockdown purchase and it was getting its first outing <laughs> and the tag was still on oh, like no. not just a little tag like the big big price tag with this with this size on it and everything hooked to you know the the piece at the back of the neck for hanging it up on a thing maybe it was really expensive and she wanted people to know how expensive it was <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Now, I couldn't see the actual price because my eyes aren't that cool, but I was like, ah, Scarlett! Ah. <laughs> but, but we were talking about it and we were like, ah, oh, like, isn't that funny? Uh, having a bit of a laugh about it. We we're like, oh, what did she just forget or is she going to return it tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's dodge. And, yeah. But Claudia, Claudia used to work in a, a clothes shop. Yeah, so people uh, used to do that. Yeah, they, so they'd come back like smelling of perfume or whatever. Yeah. Like, we can't, we can't take this back. Yeah. And then... This lady went to the bathroom in the restaurant we were at and when she came back, like I was watching all of this, she saw it and she copped that the <gasps> tag was on it and I was like, oh, she'll clearly have a joke about this to her mates now and tear it off. She just like took her jacket up, kind of folded it into itself and then like put it beside her bag on another chair as if to be like, oh, let's leave that on it and and to just kind of make sure no one else sees it. Oh, so really? now I actually think she was going to return it the next day. Maybe she was, yeah. I was like, isn't that, isn't that like, you know, she was with like her and three other friends. So she, if that was me, I would have been like, oh, look, I'm a big age. I'm after leaving that on. Yeah. Or else I would have just ripped it off. She didn't do either of those things. She very much hid Maybe. it from everyone. I wouldn't be embarrassed. Maybe she was embarrassed and didn't want her friends to see. Yeah. Yeah. Big whoop. I know, I know. Yeah, she probably, she could have been one of those people that returns them. Perhaps. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a great song for that for that lady. Now, I wish this started playing over the intercom in the restaurant. It didn't, but wait for it. I've, I've rewritten it just for that lady. Go for it. The floor is yours. You can leave your tag on. <laughs> Sing it, Joe Cocker. You can leave your tag on. You can leave your tag on. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you very much. Very creative. Go on, Joe Cocker. Go on, Joe Leave Cocker. Your, oh Leave your tag on, Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's not meant to say. Oh. The Zoo Cast with Jazz and Laura.
Is it possible that today is the wettest day of the year? Uh, potentially, yeah. Bloody wet and wild out there. Absolutely wet and wild. So I came into work a little bit early today because I had to run a few errands before work. Oh, did you? Had to go leave a leave a dress in to get altered. Oh, right. For no occasion, just that I bought a new dress and it doesn't fit me and I want to keep it. You were you want to look busy. You're like, oh, I need, I need to leave this in there. I also need to go to the bank, credit union and to the post office. Just say hi. I don't have anything to post. <laughs> Absolutely no business doing the post office. Just want to pop in and get a few stamps. Um, but no, I got absolutely soaked coming into work today and not just like oh a little bit of rain that a you know an umbrella will save you from no yeah like i had still still have puddles in my shoes why don't you empty them you've been complaining about them for four hours now i emptied them and there's the, the water just keeps coming they're absolutely soaked i'm gonna have to put them in the washing machine when i get home your feet yeah nice <laughs> my shoes this is actually a bad day for the, the car park that we usually um park oh. in coming into work uh, there was just there was just some uh, bit of activity going on activity and 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 vans and people blocking the entrance so you actually just could not get into the car park today no I couldn't get into the underground car park so I had to park in a car park just like a little bit further away which yeah. meant I had about like maybe a three or four minute walk not even but it was it was a straight walk but like the wind was blowing in my face the rain was coming at me got into work absolutely drenched and I yeah. had to I had to have one of those awkward moments you know where you go down into the into the bathroom and like you kind of like semi strip off and like you're drying yourself under the hand dryer yeah. praying to god that none of your coworkers come in catches catches you half in the nip and in a very comp, like a weird kind of pres- position <laughs> compromising is that is that the right term <laughs> it depends what you were doing I don't know it just looks like it, the way I was the way I was standing was if anyone was to come in they would think I was like trying to put my body on the hand dryer yeah. you know feeling frisky Perhaps. Yeah. But I, I looked a bit strange. I was like, I was like, oh, it's, please, it's not what it looked like. Looks like I just love the heat. I just love the heat. I'm just so cold. But like, it's it's so awkward when you have to like dry yourself off and work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like that old episode of Mr. Bean where he's doing the same thing. He's like spilled some water on himself. And I had a similar situation a couple of months ago when you and I were filming something. Had to be on camera for those TY talks that we were hosting a few months ago. Oh, I remember this. And uh, again, <laughs> you, like you dribbled. No, I didn't dribble. The bloody sparkling water you that dribbled. we got when when we asked for still, because I know these things happen with sparkling water. Uh, just before we were about to go on camera, I opened it and went as sparkling water does. And then you dribbled. I just didn't dribble. But there was just now water all over my shirt. Mm. And like, you know, if we were in here and it happened, I wouldn't care because you can't see us. Yeah. But we were literally about to go on camera. And I was like, oh, well, this is fantastic. And I had to go into a public, not even one in an office, a public bathroom and absolutely straddle the hand dryer. (laughs) Absolutely get up all in that grill and uh, like thrust into it and you know the way it was like a long po- a long stain yeah, of like it was. water dripping from like under my chin from, to like down halfway down your down my belly button yeah. towards my navel so I had to like I had to like go up towards the hand dryer and almost um, what's that like why are you trying to perform, dance like magic mic per, per, right now that's what I had to do <laughs> that's what I had to do to like get all of it dry because it couldn't just stand there in the one spot I had to really go like yeah. All up doing the worm or like a like a strip tease on the hand dryer to make sure all of the covered area was getting dry. If Channing Tatum could see you now, he'd be so threatened. That guy is hired. <laughs> Magic jazz. <laughs> Why does it sound like I'm about to pull a rabbit out of a hat rather than do a sexy Mike. dance? 
Jazzic Mike sounds better. Ah, uh, yeah, kind yeah. of. Magic jazz. Yeah, I'll dry now, though. <laughs> uh, no, I'm still pretty wet. <laughs> okay. I'm very uncomfortable. I can't wait to go home and take off my shoes. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. A little while ago on the show, I was saying, hey, Jazz, you're making fun of me because I said that today a number rang me. And I do this very often. When a number rings me that I don't know or don't have saved in my phone, I don't answer it. I wait for the call to stop and then I literally copy and paste the number into Google and I Google who was trying to ring yeah. me. And you give out to me because you just say, why don't you just answer the phone and go, hey, who's this? Yeah, say, hello, what up, who this? Yeah, because I don't like that. It could be anybody on, the, on the, phone? the phone. Well, you might say I'm being a bit irrational, but I saw an article online today and has nothing to do with the fact I was, I was not answering numbers that I don't know long before I read this article. Oh, I was doing it before it was cool. I was. Um, so there's a priest over in the US, right? His name is Stephen Rossetti. And he claims, so he, he performs exorcisms a lot, right? And he claims that demons now haunt their victims by text message. <laughs> so ah, yes. the next time you slag me for not answering a number that I don't know, you just know that I'm making sure that the demons can't get me. Rossetti has been eating that funky spaghetti again. <laughs> So basically, he is claiming that um, he once was, was, you know, quite recently was chatting to someone who essentially was being harassed by a demon, that they were getting text messages from a phone. And then when they went to the other phone to, to check with, that they were the ones sending the message, there was no recollection, no no history of the message being sent from that phone. Yet it was coming up on this woman's phone as from this number. And there isn't any possibility that the texts were just a like prank and your the woman had deleted them. Well, look, you know, all avenues are to be explored. No, but apparently there was just no recollection of it whatsoever. So I was just thinking, like, is this something, you know, like there's a lot of like horror movies continually being made, continuously being made. Are we going to see one where people are being haunted by text message? Because <laughs> if so, I want to pitch a, a title for this movie. Oh, OK. Are you ready? Yeah. The Texorcist. The Texorcism, <laughs> surely. The Texorcist. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very good, no? The 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 texts chainsaw massacre. <laughs> <laughs> or like instead of the ring, the ringing phone. The ringing. <laughs> the ringing. The, ringing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the demons don't answer it. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I'm just saying, it, it could. It, this could now be a feature in new horror movies being made. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? Oh god, more oh. reasons not to answer the phone. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We're talking about breaking expensive things. Yeah, there's a smashed TV screen in the spin studio right now. We've no idea who smashed it. Apparently, all fingers are pointing towards me. Yep. I cry fake news. I did not. Did not smash. Well, it makes perfect sense. You're sitting, you're sitting beside it right now, and you're one of two people who sits in that chair. I know. Just saying, it was fine last night when we were leaving. But mm. let us know what's the most expensive thing you've ever uh, broken. Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. David says I broke a reversible plow in half when I was sixteen. It was worth. 12 or 13,000 oh my god as it was new I'm 29 now and it's still the most expensive thing I ever broke so it's not so bad uh, David most people wouldn't break something worth 13 grand in their whole life how do you do that though how do you do that like a plough a snow plough uh, I think it was like a farming plough like how do you break that that's what I want to know David yeah. let us know put it on the wrong way maybe uh, <laughs> Christine says okay so it wasn't me that broke the item in question but my best friend so we were all on a night out and then decided to go back to my boyfriend's house for a house party you see no good things 
happen at an after party. No, nothing good happens after two. My bestie was trying to impress a fellow by doing a sexy little dance. Oh no. In doing so, she fell backwards into my boyfriend's brand new smart TV and <gasps> smashed the screen with her bum. Oh no. My boyfriend was less than impressed to say the least. I say that was thousands to replace. <laughs> oh stop, you'd be mortified. And I need more details. Did her dancing work? Is she now with that person? By doing a sexy little dance. <laughs> It'd be a funny love story but like you'll never guess how we met. That sexy dance is supposed to break hearts not TVs. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. Aoife, welcome to the show. Talk to us. What hey did you break? guys. Well, in my last job I was a childminder and they literally just got in a brand new glass hob and I stupidly took out a frozen chicken fillet one day and like that it fell on the cooker and <gasps> the whole chunk of the side of the hob had broken and I just first of all I thought it was the chicken like you know I thought the chicken had you know, kind of smashed but it was the cooker oh it was awful like when you break something that isn't yours yeah, yeah. oh man that's awful fancy a glass hob yeah well I think most of them are kind of like I think most of them are like that now um, I don't know if it's actually glass maybe it's tampered glass but it's not very strong tampered glass so um, was yeah. this in like a family home or was it in a crash? yeah a no family this home. was a family home <gasps> and literally literally they had only just got it in like they just got the kitchen done up Oh, and I just no. I literally couldn't believe it like I cried my eyes out like I really really was so upset like but they were very kind they were like look as long as it wasn't the kids you know it's okay true <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they would have given the kids away be like no we love the kitchen is, more than you oh god is, love you Aoife awful it was awful but in fairness like I suggested that I'd like pay like I was like okay I'll buy another one and they were very kind and understanding you know but my god I still to this day when I think of it like get a pain in my tummy thinking about it Oh, yeah. cringe. Yeah, definitely I bad. feel for you. Um, Aoife, thank you so much for sharing. While we have you and on the subject of chicken, do you fancy a McDonald's and perhaps a McChicken sandwich? Oh, yes. Or chicken nuggets even better. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, look, just for coming on, we're going to gift you a 30 euro voucher from McDonald's. Oh, you can yeah. go and grab yourself a lovely McFlurry, a well-deserved Big Mac, some chicken nuggies, whatever you like, just for you. Oh, guys, thanks so much. That means a lot. I'm delighted now. You're more than welcome. Enjoy. Uh, hopefully that thanks makes uh, the thought of smashing a glass hob a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was about a year or two ago, but I'm still not <laughs> over, so that will help. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, Eve. We'll talk to you again. Okay, bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Let's go. The Pressure Pot. Oh. Yes, it is time for Pressure Pot and Up for Grabs. We've got 100 euro. Nice. Playing with us right now is Shauna. Welcome to the show. Well, lads, how's it going? We're pretty good. How are you? What are you up to? Uh, not so bad. Just on the way home there from the cinema. Oh, oh nice. Can I guess what you went to go see? Um, yeah, guess what if you want. Okay. <laughs> I think you went to see A Quiet Place too. No, I saw that a few weeks ago. Did I went to see... Um, Black Mirror. Fast and Furious. No, I've seen Fast and Furious already. Oh, Pe- Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Ah, come on. Oh, uh, Shrek 2. In the cinema? Yeah. No. No. The whole Fifty Shades trilogy. Jesus, no. Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. No. Lion King. No. Independence Day. 
No. Okay, we give, okay, we give up. Is no more movies. We give up. What did you go see, Shauna? I went to see uh, Freaky. What's that? Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually very good. It was very good. I recommend it now. Amazing. Oh, what's it about? It was a scary horror kind of. But, um, it was a more of a comedy horror, really. A scary comedy horror comedy. Scary. Nice. Yeah. I like that. All right. Are you ready to enter the pressure pot? Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, if, yeah. you can, if you can handle a scary movie, you can probably handle the scary pressure pot. Hopefully, we'll see. It's more of a comedy pressure pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How it's going to work, Shauna, is we'll give you a place and a letter. A nice, easy one for you, for example. P in the cinema, what would you say? Popcorn. Yeah, you have to get as many of those as you can in 30 seconds. If you don't know an answer, just say pass and we'll move on. And if you're on top of our leaderboard at the end of the week, 100 quid will be going into your pocket and you can go to the cinema quite often. All right, okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, right, so currently on top of the leaderboard, we have Fiona with a score of five. So if you were to go on top tonight, Shauna, you need six or more, okay? Okay, yeah. No All right, Shauna, are you ready to enter the pressure pot? Yeah, go on. Mm-mm, okay, here we go. A Y that you sail on? Yacht. A P in your bedroom? Uh, pillow. C on the floor? Uh, comforter. A D, that's a family member? Uh, Bridget. An M that you read? Uh, movie book. An F you can eat? <laughs> uh, finger of chicken. <laughs> A W, that's a brand. Uh, Walker Tatos. Oh. What did you say? Walker Tatos? Walker's Tatos. They, they are competing brands. Hang on now. Gee, there, is, there has to be a... Re, there needs to be a referee for this game. Okay, so... <laughs> so, the first the first one here that... Sorry. The first one here that I have an issue with is... Well, first, so we said D, that's a, fam, a family member. I think you heard B, but you, you said yeah. Bridget. So that's, that's subjective. <laughs> Not everyone has a Bridget in their family. And M, you read, you said a movie book... Uh, and I think my favourite pressure pot answer of all time <laughs> an F you can eat finger chicken a finger of chicken oh <laughs> which isn't a thing it's not a thing it's not a thing Shauna uh, I love your bravery I actually Laura yeah, you can I count these you that one, I like how you panicked but you still got an answer out yeah. you, you kind of just made them up which I can appreciate so the score to beat Shauna was 5 meaning that you needed 6 or more to go top of the leaderboard and we're giving you a generous five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, generous five is, is right. Yeah, look, Shauna, not enough to get you on the leader for pressure pot. Look, while we have you, uh, <laughs> and since you love fingers of chicken, would you <laughs> fancy a McDonald's? Uh, yeah, sure. Who doesn't love McDonald's? Absolutely right. Yeah. Just for coming on and playing with us, uh, a 30 euro voucher for McDonald's is all yours. You can go, yourself, go and get yourself as many fingers of chicken as you want. Maybe a nice Big Mac too. <laughs> Okay, thank you. <laughs> no worries, Enjoy. Shauna. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I just, I want to scream. I want to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> Is this about the hardware? It's not, it was, you know, <laughs> the hardware annoyed me, but it's more so what you did to me. Earlier on on the phone. Okay, so uh, if you're with us last night on the show, we are talking about one of the lovely screens here in the studio that we got about two weeks ago. They gave the studio a little bit of a revamp and they put seven massive telly screens in here with a spin logo. Looks very snazzy, very high-tech, high-end. And last night we were talking about one of the screens, essentially someone bashed into it and there was a massive crack in it. That screen is now just off because yesterday it looked terrible. Yeah. So... 
This happened yesterday during the day, around midday. So obviously we weren't even into work yet. Peter Collins from the 10 to 2 No Repeat Workday texted both of us about it and being like, oh my God, have you seen this? Uh, separately. Now, Peter was like, this is an opportunity. And I was like, Peter, this is an opportunity. So before we even came into work yesterday, I gave Laura a call. You did. Oh, I didn't enjoy it. Have a listen. Hello, how are you? I'm all G. How are you? Good. Um, I don't know, did you see, uh, basically, Peter sent me a picture of the TV in the studio. Did he, have you seen this? Yeah, he's like, he's like, was this you last night? And I said, no, it wasn't. It was fine last night. Did Michael ring you? No, Michael didn't ring me. Why? Because he rang me um, and he... I think he thinks it was us. You're joking. So he obviously saw it this morning and he he thought it was from last night and he basically wants to have a talk with us later on. I think he he actually thinks it was us. So I, I think he's kind of freaking. That's why I wanted to know if he rang you. No, he didn't ring me. But like, that was fine last night. We didn't do that. Uh, and I was running over my head as well. At one stage, you know the way my screen has been like blanking out a little bit? Like when you move, yeah. that one, yeah. uh, like one of the screens on the left hand side, did that as well last night, and like I don't know, did your chair bash into it or something? So now I'm kind of thinking like, was that like your chair hitting it or an elbow or something? And is that how it's now well, broken? We absolutely didn't do that, and I'm not taking the blame for that. <laughs> the way it sounded was that he believes it's us and your fault. That's, I'm that's so upsetting because it's not. Do you think it actually could have been you and you just didn't notice, like your chair when you're like getting up to go to the bathroom or something like that? I don't think so. I would I would have felt it because we're very aware of the screen. Yeah, but you, you know, know, but you know when you stand up and the chair kind of rolls back. I know, but no, like to to break the screen, like we would have noticed if it bashed off the, the telly. But I'm not taking the blame for something that I am really not aware that I may have done. No, I know you're right. I'm just kind of freaked that like he'll call us in and start giving out giving out sting to us you know and, and I'm half I'm half just uh, picturing Nick coming at us as well as soon as we walk in let him I don't care I don't care if, if I if I had noticed it last night I would put my hands up and say guys I'm really fucking sorry I would offer to pay that was fine when I was leaving last night as far as I'm concerned just don't sweat honestly for once in my life I'm not nervous <laughs> I'm just gonna let them jeez I hope you're this brave later on anyway but like what like what am I supposed to say well, Dad, you're winding me up. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, guys, I have my one moment of bravery. Oh, oh my god, you're such a dick. <laughs> Dad, I was so brave. I know, I was shocked. Dad, I was literally about to be like, no. That. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh yeah. My God. I was getting ready to see you absolutely eat your words later on. Be like, I'm so sorry, me so sorry, me so sorry. No, I no, I was adamant. I was like, that was fine last night. I'm taking the blame for this. <laughs> oh God, they're gonna fire me. I'm like, yeah. Me. <laughs> if they don't, if they're not firing you for breaking the TV, they're gonna fire you for being like F- those guys. Uh, uh, for the record, please don't fire me, uh, Nick, Chris, or Michael. <laughs> I love my job. <laughs> oh, this is great. 
Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We actually haven't stopped bickering since we uh, since we just hung up the phone there at Nathan during Pressure Pot. Yeah, so basically, one of the questions in Pressure Pot I asked was pee in a hardware, and Nathan correctly said pipes. That was grand. Got the point. However, Jazz says that it shouldn't be called Hello? a hardware. Kelly, it's Jazz and Laura. You're live on Spin. What's the story? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Kelly. Laura's going to need you here to back up uh, her story about the hardware shop. Right. So, Kelly, am I right no, in saying... No, the hardware. Not the hardware shop, the hardware. That doesn't yeah. make sense. It's called a hardware. No, it's not. It absolutely oh. doesn't. And look, we tried to ring Craig there, but and he, Craig is, is texted in saying, I stand with Jazz, but he he um, conveniently isn't available oh, for a call. Oh, very because he doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't exist. Hang on. So, uh, wh- what are you saying then? The hardware. Exactly. I'm nipping off to the hardware to get some screws. I'm nipping off go. to the hardware to get a mouse trap. You don't say I'm nipping off to the hardware shop. No, because hardware is like an, an a, as a name for like a collective type of like thing. Yeah, but before you had a big shoe or before you had a Woody's, it was always the local hardware. It was just the yeah. hardware. No, but that that the hardware. You never hear him send a hardware shop. That, that yeah. certainly yeah. does not Absolutely, make, Kelly. Certainly doesn't make grammatic sense. Like you wouldn't say I'm going to the medicine. You'd say I'm going to the med the, the medicine shop or uh, no, I that's, yeah. that's completely stupid. Yeah. No, but it's the same logic. Jazz, it is the no, same logic. It's not jazz. No, you don't no. say I'm going to the pharmacy shop. No. No, because pharmacy is the right term for what it is. You don't say I'm going to the medicine shop. Exactly. And it's the same like medicine and hardware would be the same type of word. Nah, Kelly. He's you're Ex- in the wrong. Exactly. Hang on, if he's, Craig was able to take the call. Baloney. Craig said Craig said I stand with Jazz. We tried to ring him, but he's just not available. Stop moment. making up text messages. I need you, Craig. Because he knows he's wrong. No, Absolutely. He Jazz over here making up text messages. No, no. Two women against two men is like five here, against one. I'm getting yes, messages. Kelly. I'm getting messages on Instagram right now right now. No, Jazz, you're right. It's a hardware shop or store. Referring to hardware is like uh, computer software. Exactly. It's just, it's it might make sense because it's been normalised. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, no, it's exactly. not. That's a shout out to Debbie on Instagram. Nah, Tony says I'm not. Megan, thank you very much. I stand with Jazz. Thank you very much. I'd love to get an English teacher if we can get if we can get a teacher on board here who who knows proper grammar. For the record, none of those text messages are coming into the screen. I can see. So yeah. I think I think yeah, he, these are all these yeah. are all educated individuals who text us on WhatsApp, so I can see their name. Kelly, you are a legend. Thank you for fighting my corner. We will win this. <laughs> no problem. You're the best. <laughs> oh, this is turning into a spaghetti sauce and a oh. and a meat scissors type joke like honestly like there's nothing wrong with saying I'm off to the hardware no it doesn't it might sound right because it's been accepted by society if if right, if your argument makes sense then I am going off to the hardware I'm going to go up there and stand in among the hardware I'm going off to the hardware makes sense it's like a nickname the hardware like the boozer or whatever it doesn't it doesn't make sense oh you're exhausting but it it, (laughs) like so a, so a sweets shop you wouldn't say I'm going to the sweets you can no no. of course you can but it doesn't make sense well you would say I'm off to the sweet shop exactly yeah. hardware shop it's the same thing it's a noun yeah but you're able to say I'm off like people say I'm off to the hardware doesn't make it right it does no it doesn't it makes it accepted it doesn't mean it's right no it's a hardware no yeah no you're uneducated yeah <laughs>
You actually are. I've, that's the decision I've come to. Of all these little oh, bickering arguments you have. Whatever. Go back to school. <laughs> Maybe I will. You're have, fired. I'd have more fun there. You're fired. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The Mystery Guest. Who is this person? It is time for Mystery Guest. We do it every single Thursday at nine o'clock. This evening, I am in the hot seat. Yeah, Jazz, how are you feeling? We've got a mystery guest on the line. You are in the hot seat. You are guessing. Are you nervous? Yeah, it's been a cool minute since I was in the hot seat. But do you know what I've realised? What? We've been doing this segment for a couple of months now and neither of us have ever gotten it wrong. Oh, yeah. And neither of us have ever failed to come up with an answer. We've always, in the end, got it. Yeah, even if we've had, like, a different name in the beginning, we've always hit the nail on the head. So uh, hopefully tonight isn't the night where you get it wrong. I feel like I could have just jinxed myself. You may have. Um, All right, Jazz, you're going to get 60 seconds on the clock. Um, I'm going to start it whenever you are ready, and then I'll pass you over to our mystery guest. Okay, well, let's bring them in. Hello, mystery guest. Hello, Jazz. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, un, unless it's one person saying hello twice, I in think di- we have two in mystery different guests. Accents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Tell me when I'm starting. Okay, three, two, one. All right, hello, mystery guests. Are you regularly on the telly? No. Uh, do you create music? Yes. Um, are you from Dublin? No. No. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, are you involved in any way in comedy? No. No. Okay. Um, is your music purely acoustic? No. No. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> have you released music in the last two months? Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you ever b- been busking? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Do you regularly travel abroad for gigs? Yes. Are you based in Ireland right now? Yes. Okay. Um, do you regularly collab with other musical people? And time. Oh. Time, time. Sure, sure like, I get the answer yeah, to that. Yeah, you can get the answer to that one. I'll be sound. Do you regularly collab? No. Okay, right. All right, Jazz. Yeah. Oh God, Jazz, you look very, very confused right now. I am. This is this is probably the worst I've been. There was a, uh, there was nothing being given away there, really. No, it's all see, it's all down to the questions, Jazz. You need to ask I better know, questions. I know. All right, mystery. Uh, can I ask you how many mystery guests do you think we have? I think there's two. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I I think I've only heard two different voices so far. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, mystery guests. Can you um, please give Jazz three nuggets of information to help or hinder him uh, to, to guess who's on the phone? So we're based in the Midlands. Okay. Good clue. Midlands. Okay, let me think. There's usually four of us. There's usually four of you. Okay. Um, we are a rock group. You're a rock group. Okay. okay. Do you know what? 
I, I, I really feel that you guys are so into this game and you're being so selective with yeah. what you say. Yeah. Like you're not even you're not even allowing yourselves to skew off and have a bit of a laugh, which I which to be honest, I really appreciate you're into this. Yeah. Uh, okay. They don't want you to know, Jazz. No. They want to make it hard yeah. for you. I That's love it. Uh, okay, right. I'm gonna go have a little think and see if I can uh, compile all my information together. Mystery guests, are you okay to stick with us for a few minutes uh, and then I can come back and make my guess? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Yeah. Okay, Amazing. cool. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Yeah, we are in the middle of our favourite part of the week, Mystery Guest. Right, if you're just joining us, I am currently in the hot seat. I do not know who Laura has invited onto the show, and I am trying to work it out. And by the way, now is your chance. If you have any guesses or any questions that you'd like to put to Mystery Guest to help me to guess, please, I need them. 087 with us yeah yeah yep <laughs> okay right um, I was saying there a few minutes ago that uh, you people plural are giving nothing away um, and you're really into this game which I am appreciating because it's making it awful hard for me but I was kind of confident at the start because I mentioned that in our couple of months doing this neither of us have gotten this wrong so I, I don't think either of us uh, thought we would get this far either without getting someone wrong so no. it's almost now a battle to see who falls first between yeah. you and I and I hope it's you <laughs> <laughs> okay right so if you're just joining us what we found out a few minutes ago in my 60 seconds questions I found out that they are a musical group um, currently based in Ireland um, have released music in the last couple of months uh, what else? Not at all um, involved in comedy. Have done gigs abroad. That's pretty much all I got in my 60 seconds then. In the three pieces of information, we found out that there is usually four together here, uh, which is interesting because I could only hear two voices. And that, mm. do you know what? That had my, my brain going down one certain path at the start. But yeah. there's usually four. Um, from the Midlands and oh yeah and a rock group yeah. okay grand okay uh, <laughs> I almost said who it was <laughs> alright so, so my thinking at the start right because I could only hear two voices I was like oh okay I thought it could have been um, Hudson Taylor hence my busking question but you said no to busking so I was like well that's that out of the question then I also thought it could be the two Johnnies because that, hence my comedy question but that's out of the question as well so then I was like okay I'm pretty stumped okay we've got a couple of guesses in Louise asks are you the blizzards Oh, we're not the blizzards, unfortunately. No. Oh, okay. Not the blizzards. That's a good, uh, good guess because all the Midlands stuff. Yeah. Jazz, this is your moment. Now okay. you can ask a bonus question to our lovely mystery guests, or you can take a guess first um, and see. I actually don't think I have a bonus question. After I was stumped there for a little, a little while, I was like, "Oh God, I'm not going to get this." And then it was actually the clues that helped me along. So I do have a guess. I, it, it's 50-50. Oh, here we go. Okay. Squeaky bum time. Here we go. Uh, mystery guests. Are you, when you are all in your entirety, do you form the academic? Yep. Yes! <laughs> Come on! Now, Jazz, here's the, here's the, for a bonus point, guess which two members of the academic are on the phone. Oh, I, I simply cannot do that. You cannot do Okay. Do we have the Murta brothers... Or do we have Craig Fitzgerald and Dean Gavin? I think you're the Murtas. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
open up your Zoom there, Jazz. Well, You'll the, see lovely the, Craig and Dean. The main thing that we have here is that I got it right. You uh, got it right. Hello, lads. Let me turn on the camera here. How are we? Yay. <laughs> How's it going? I have to appreciate how into the game you were because you were not letting anything slide there. I was very competitive. Yeah, I had a couple of clues that I was like, you'll get it if I say it, so I needed to be yeah. ambiguous. Yeah, no, you're spot on. We're a very competitive band. Uh, Craig and Dean from The Academic, thank you for being here. Are you okay to stick around with us for five minutes so we can have a proper catch-up and a chat? Yeah, thanks, time. Yeah. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Uh, we're in the middle of mystery guest and as correctly guessed by Jazz, we are joined on the line right now by Craig and Dean from The Academic. How are you, lads? Oh, we're good. We got an EP on the way uh, coming out on July 16th. We've been we've been at home, obviously, like everyone else, and we just kind of made ourselves a bubble and recorded some music and it ended up becoming an EP. So we're delighted to have something it's good to be at something you know it's been a kind of up and down time for a lot of musicians and I think we I think things got quite difficult for a while where we just had there was no human connection so it was nice to you know for our own kind of well-being make some music again and regardless of touring it just put it out there you know yeah, yeah and, in, and in terms of like the writing process like were you all able to kind of were you all in the one space cracking out the tunes together or was it like was there a lot of writing done over Zoom and kind of practicing over Zoom I'd say that might have been a bit tough well I had just been demoing like here in this room and then we didn't really know we're just writing we're always writing but um, yeah we had a couple of songs that we all felt would if we worked really hard and tried to self-produce it we could make something that was like a cohesive body of work and then we got together and we started like making them from what were were just acoustic demos into what the academic is and that's that's how it all kind but no we didn't do much zoom stuff yeah but on from the outside looking in like over the past say like two or three years um it's certainly been consistent uh, with releases well that's that's what my judgment is anyway like it seems like there's always been something fresh like every couple of months maybe it doesn't seem like that for you but like it's certainly been uh it's like a when you look at the time scale, there's always been fresh stuff there and coming out. So you certainly have been putting in the errors behind the scenes. Yeah, like we always try to keep it fresh with new music, but we always like to keep ourselves fresh, like releasing stuff and working on new stuff. So we're always working and looking ahead. So yeah, that's always the plan. I say you've got five songs on the Community Spirit EP. Uh, Kids don't end up like me. We're going to play it in a couple of minutes. But uh, if you had to choose, do you have a favourite and which one are you most excited to perform live when gigs are back up and running again? It's hard to know which one to say perform until we actually perform them. Um, But there's a song called I Don't See Good on it, which is great. Not your summer, super catchy. Yeah, like it's hard to pick. It's like picking your favorite kid at the moment. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and has it been um, difficult in terms of uh, trying to figure out the the next stages of each song or the the next few bits of the EP because there has been like no live aspects of it? Like, would you heavily rely on you know kind of road testing the newer stuff at gigs when gigs are usually up and running? Yeah, that's a, it's a good question. Um, We've always been like that as a band. We've always been touring and we've always been like jamming ideas and sound checks. And then if we get it into shape, we had the kind of luxury of playing it for a crowd. And if it bombs, it bombs. And it's just like you can fire it away, you know, and move on quickly. But when you're recording it and it's all on our laptops and we're listening to it in our bedroom, we're only going by like our parents, like walking by like the bedroom door kind of going, oh yeah, yeah, that's all right. Um, I have... A couple of people in my family that just kind of go, yeah, it sounds good. 
and then when we release it and if it does well like on radio they're like I told you that would do well yeah. Like, yeah you did yeah yeah I actually remember uh, very fondly when I shortly after when I started in Spin uh, you guys had a link up with Spin and there was like a I don't know was it like a listening party or certainly uh, like a Spin an, acad- an academic gig but it was literally on the same time as my show or the similar time so I was like oh, I'm still I'm still the new guy here I can't ask for the night off and like I was on the show um, you know in the week leading up to being like this is going to be the best gig ever get your tickets here it's going to be such good crack and I was like oh, I'm not going to get to go to this and I remember seeing the videos and the Instagram stories and it just looked so good and I'm sure you cannot wait to get back to live performing yeah like it feels like an eternity like at this stage since we've played to a crowd really just can't wait to get going again have you any plans uh, for the next little while with light at the end of the tunnel we got Redden and Leeds at the end of August um, unreal but as far as far as gigs go like that's the one that we have and we're desperately looking forward yeah. to it yeah. But um, we also were very conscious of the fact that we haven't made an album in a couple of years and we need to, because we couldn't get into a studio, we need to allow time towards the end of the year to kind of get in and yeah. make something that we're like really proud of that's a full body, you know. Oh, we cannot wait to see you guys live at a gig. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, Craig and Dean from The Academic, thank you so much for joining us. You were amazing mystery guests and we cannot wait to hear your brand new EP, Community Spirit. It's coming out next Friday, July 16th. We'll chat to you guys soon. Thanks for having us. And here we go, the new single from The Academic, Kids Don't End Up Like Me on Spin. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Pressure Pot. Oh, Yes, it is time for our final game of Pressure Pot for the week, which means tonight, whoever is on top of our leaderboard, they're going to get their hands on €100. Alright, final game of the week. Playing with us tonight is Mairead. Welcome to the show. Hey, yes. Hey, yes. Hello. <laughs> How are you getting on, Mairead? Oh, no problem. I was in the car wash. I actually genuinely just just by chance text him I didn't think he was going to ring me to be honest yeah well, there you go that's, that's how it works yeah. so you pick a number at random and it's, it could be your lucky day so are, Please, you, are, God. are you still in the car wash at the moment no I, no I'm out thank God okay this good time. and was it yeah. one of those uh, machine ones or were you doing it yourself Oh God, no! I was on the machine. I wouldn't have the energy. I just <laughs> tried the day. Yeah, they're very, yeah. they're hard work, aren't they? Washing cars. Excuse me, vice. Sorry, I just was really, I'm not sick or anything. Just I'm sorry. You're grand. No problem. You're grand. You sound fantastic. Right? Are you ready to try and win some money? Right, I'm ready. Let's go for it. Okay, so how it's going to work, Maraid, is we'll give you a place and a letter. For example, um, a C at the garage, what would you say? A C at the garage, coffee. Yeah, yeah, you have to get as many of those as you can in 30 seconds. If you don't know an answer, just say pass and we'll move on. And if you're on top of our leaderboard, tonight 100 euro will be all yours. Well, please God. Okay. Oh. So currently on top of the leaderboard, we have Nathan with a score of eight. So if you are to go on top tonight, Maraid, and win yourself that 100 quid, you need nine or more. Right. Okay, feeling confident? Yeah, yeah with me, with, yeah. <laughs> You'll yeah, be grand. Go. Yeah, you let's got this. Go. <laughs> okay, right. Maraid, for the final time this week, are you ready to enter the pressure pot? I am ready, pressure <laughs> The pressure is on. Here, <laughs> here we go. Sorry. 
A, that's a pop star. Yeah, that's grand. Uh, B on a tree. Berries. A, that's a fruit. Apple. And I, that's hot. I, that's a pass. S in the cutlery drawer. Scissors. A B, that's a boy's name. Brian. H, that's a girl's name. Honey. Okay, oh, just good. in there. All right, not so bad, Mairead. How do you think you've done? All right, yeah, all right. I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, well, that question and I passed on. Uh, and I, the, I that's hot. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say? Uh, uh, I, I, India. India. India has good weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Mairead. So the score to beat was eight, meaning that you needed nine or more. And you got yeah. six. Ah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, well, look. Look. Well, look. You're in. in what are we in there? In for the little folk. Yeah, you're spot on. You Absolutely. Know, you came on and you gave it a bash. That's as good as... I did. I'm that's... not going to lie. I'm actually shaking it. <laughs> I was like... Because I genuinely wasn't expecting this to ring. I was like, oh, shaking. Get me out of the garage. You did great, Mairead. Thanks a million. You did great. And look, I think that made the car wash even spicier. You know what? Definitely. Right. Definitely. <laughs> thank, thanks, Emil, for coming on. Have a great weekend, no, all right? You too. Thank you. Right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. Yeah. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. A couple of minutes ago, I was talking about how I have a fear of using the phone. I don't like ringing strangers or places. If I can book online or communicate through like a little text box, that is my kind of vibe. We, um, we ring strange, strangers all day. That's different. I love that. That's crack. That's fun. But like when you're ringing to inquire about something, terrifying. Scary. So weird. I know, I'm an absolute freak. Uh, but my boyfriend made a call for me uh, when I, I, I was wondering whether my dress was ready to be collected after getting altered. And uh, his phone voice was next level. He's like, Hello there, I'm ringing on behalf of my girlfriend, Laura. My name is John. And I was like, I've never heard you pronounce oh. words like that before. Everything was like overpronounced. And- See, he works here in the office and he was on his way out, ready for Friday night. And you were like, Oh, will you just ring, please? Oh, I'm so busy. And he was like, Oh, yeah, go on anyway. But oh, he was Still in work mode, so he still had his work phone voice on. Yeah, he he was... even gave the hello, <laughs> hello. So we're asking for your best, like, formal phone voice on a WhatsApp voice note. Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. We've got some McDonald's vouchers to give away. Uh, Chloe, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, this is Chloe speaking. <laughs> hello, Chloe. We what's going on? <laughs> Not much. How are you? I yeah, love how you good. went into like full blown like phone character right there. You're like, good afternoon, Chloe speaking. I love it. I, uh, absolutely. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> how often do you have to use your official phone voice? Uh, every day in work. Oh, um, are you on the phone a lot? Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And like, how do you get in the zone for it? Like, and like, because it's if you're, especially if you're doing it all day, like it's probably it's probably second nature to you now. But let's let's do a little bit of role play here. We're going to ring the phone, and I don't know, Laura's going to think of something on the spot. <laughs> okay. Hello. Uh, who, who's ringing here? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Hello. Uh, is that Chloe? Hi, this is she speaking. Hi, Chloe. This is Laura. I'm ringing from um, the foot spa. <laughs> You have an appointment for a toenail clipping at 2pm. <laughs> Just ringing to confirm. 
Uh, yes, I will be attending, Laura. Thanks so much for the call. Ah, I love it. You're very welcome. See you in half two. <laughs> Bye. Chloe, this is uh, Laura's supervisor, Jazz. We actually have to cancel your appointment. We heard your toenails are out of control at the moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, good. Uh, Chloe, do you fancy a McDonald's? Uh, I'd I, I go up right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a 30-euro McDonald's voucher up for grabs and it's all yours. Nice. Oh, thanks so much. So you go, go and treat yourself to some chicken nuggets or maybe a Smarties McFlurry after a long day of being on the phone. I uh, love it. Thanks so much, Laura and Jazz. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Mimi Webb, welcome to the Zoo Crew. We're so, so happy to have you. We are absolutely loving all of your tunes at the moment, in particular, Dumb Love. It is such a sweet song. It's a really nice reflection on a breakup. Normally, breakup songs can be, you know, a little bit, you know, bitter, but it seems like you're just reflecting on a really nice time in your life. Was it an easy song to write? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, It was so nice with Dumb Love because, you know, we were really able to go down a kind of positive more you know happy route within it um and just kind of like it's all very much being grateful for those memories and you know appreciating what you had um and also like it's all those really like new feelings as well and being able to have that new exciting feeling like you know the butterflies and everything from dumb love and you know we've all been there we all have that dumb love um so yes it was just really nice to take that more positive happier route on it um and it's got some really like sad lyrics. It's just it's got that also side to it where you know it is kind of really sore yeah. and and really raw, like very raw feeling. And yeah, it's just kind of all you know reminiscing those memories. <laughs> I love the lyric in it. We got that you jump and I'm jumping crazy kind of something. That is just such a beautiful line. Did that just roll off the tongue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Again, it's just so. You know, it's so nice to kind of sing it out. And like with the music video, it was very much like, sing your heart out, Mimi. Like, we're going to really shoot it around this wedding. And we love this idea of making it really just like happy and love. And, you know, the difference between dumb love and say good without my song before it's um, good without, it's got that sass. It's got a bit more, you know, that kind of like, see you later. I don't need you. Um, So it's so nice to kind of go down that, you know, just, you know, just be a little bit more more grateful for, for everything that you kind of had. <laughs> 100%. And I must say as well, congratulations, because I was sitting down watching Love Island the other night and I heard good without uh, as, as uh, Shannon was exiting the villa. Like, I'd say that was a real pinch me moment. Yeah, it was so crazy. And I was having a dinner when it was on and I my phone just went crazy. Everyone was blowing my phone up like, uh, dumb love's just been on um, Love Island, like freaking out. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And then when I got home, I quickly rewatched it. Yeah. Just like part because I got home late. And then I was like, oh my God, it's just so surreal. So crazy. <laughs> We've often wondered. So like, you know, Love Island is is, a, is an amazing platform to get a song on because for a lot of artists, it really gives them a good push. Like I know friends who literally sit down and watch Love Island with Shazam on their phone because they want to get all the tunes. So, um, you know, do, do you know ahead of time that your show, that your song is going to be on the show? Or is it literally a case of you're sitting down with the rest of the UK and Ireland and going, hey, that's my song. <laughs> I thought I would have known, but I had no clue. Like, even my manager, because I was with him while we were, like, while it was, 
what am I saying? When I had my dinner, I was with him at my dinner. Yeah. Um, and his phone was blowing up and I was like, oh my gosh, did we know this was going to, like, did we know this was happening? And then he was like, no, this is insane. So, yes, like, as everyone was finding out, I found out at the same time. I just wish I was watching it, like, and then I would have been like, but, yeah, it was just so cool to see everyone, like, texting me and, like, sending me little clips and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's amazing. It was perfect as well for that scene. Um, I want to talk a little bit about TikTok. You have got 1.1 million followers on TikTok. That is insane. Um. And I know that TikTok has played a really big part in, you know, kind of getting your music out there. And a lot of the artists that we speak to, TikTok really is a platform to kind of start pushing music out. Um, you know, how, do you kind of still get like pinch me moments when you see people using your songs for sounds? Oh, 100%. It's just so surreal. And and yeah, like the, um, you know, dumb love trend is really taking off now. And it's, it's just crazy seeing how it works. Just the app is just incredible. And I've just loved every second of it and being able to really take it and use it to the best ability that I can and, you know, just really just get my songs out there, tease them and just see, like, be able to connect with people and people to be able to see, like, a different side of me and really see my personality. Um, so, yeah, so it's just been so surreal and the reaction has been crazy and just everyone that's using the trend and stuff, I'm just like... Oh my god! I've got my own hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've made it when you've got your own hashtag, right? And <laughs> um, so, how have the last few months been for you? Because, like, I know, kind of like the peak moments in your career have all kind of happened during the pandemic. We're slowly phasing out new gigs. We'll get to your tour in a minute. We're super excited for that. But, um, you know, how how has it has it been? Kind of what you've expected. I know no one really planned for the pandemic, but how how has it been releasing new music in in in, in a lockdown? Yeah, it's it's just been crazy because I remember I thought to myself, right, this is gonna be either make or break because like you know I hadn't ever, I hadn't ever released any music and it was very much like, right, this is the time like you just need to do it and I thought to myself, not now like I really was so excited for this year, just to take off and start releasing and doing all those fun things and music videos, but yeah I had to like take a massive kind of like you know new. And like take a new angle towards it and just like do it completely different. And I've ended up doing the whole thing in like a bit of an untraditional way. Um, but it's been so fun because I like at the same time of the, you know, the career that I'm doing right now, I'm also kind of, you know, the mascot for like the new kind of music industry. Yeah. I feel like the industry has completely changed and I've been like a massive part of that change um, in, you know, it's been the experience I've had. I haven't really experienced the traditional way an artist release music and stuff. So, yeah, so it's all just been very different. And, you know, it was just a lot to like get used to, adapt to, but I absolutely love it. And I really wouldn't want to do it any other way now. And I just, I love this kind of new industry and this new angle it's been like taken in. Yeah. and yeah, you know, it's just, you know, a lot over Zoom and it's, you know, there's so many other ways of being creative now. And, you know, I've been to being able to really hone in to my music in my bedroom and, you know, record my own vocals and all that kind of stuff. So, it's amazing. yes, I think the industry has done a complete 360 and I'm definitely part of that new change. And, yeah. you know, like even when I go in the studio and I explain to people like what my my like journey has been and my like experience Every, you know songwriters and some guys like be like what because it's like completely opposite to what they've you know grown in the industry and seen so it's like so yeah so it's just a completely different turn on it and yeah it's just super fun to be able to like you know 
be a part of that and kind of be like a mascot for it and kind of just be like look guys it's changing up now like yeah. it's got to love it <laughs> I love the I love I love hearing such a positive spin on it because a lot of the time when we talk to artists about you know over the last year and so it's very easy to kind of look at the things that you're missing out on so like we've spoken to artists who have had to cancel tours who've had to push back album releases but in a way I suppose the pandemic for the likes of you know you and other artists coming along you know you said you can record vocals in your bedroom you can you know do lots of press from your bedroom everything so it's just like it's so so great that it's it's opening up new avenues for for artists to kind of come along it's amazing yeah especially with tiktok as well like you know you can literally just get in your car like i do get your you know i get my parents involved and do anything and just kind of start playing your song and then chuck it on tiktok and then and then you know see what happens yeah and then then got like already you've got the numbers and you can get your pre-saves up and it all works for when you're then releasing it and it's just such like it honestly is incredible what you can do now and you can literally just do anything like you don't you just chuck it out you know yeah just do what you want with that 100 <laughs> mimi webb we are so excited to welcome you to dublin you're kicking off your tour uh, in the academy too on the 28th of october have you been to dublin before i haven't but i have family from ireland so i'm so excited oh lovely <laughs> so you're one of us we're claiming you you are ours <laughs> yeah, i need to get over there i need to get over there 100 <laughs> mimi we cannot wait to see you in dublin in october best of luck with all the future releases we are so so happy we got to chat to you today and fingers crossed next time we chat it'll be in person yes i can't wait to get to dublin i'm so excited thank you so much for having me lovely to talk to you mimi we'll catch you again soon okay see you later bye the zoo cast with jazz and laura